genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. Hello, welcome to 15 Minutes of Genius. I'm your host, Alex Baer, CEO and founder of Genius Juice, the organic coconut smoothies. We've got a great guest on today. Uh, her product, super unique. We never had anyone like this with this kind of product on the show. So really excited to introduce her. Before doing that, we'd like to give a big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark N at ManhattanBeachStudios.net. He can do podcasts for you. He can do recordings for you. He can do video, audio, all that great stuff. He has a studio in Manhattan Beach, California, not Manhattan, New York, just to clarify that. Not yet, right, Mark? But he might be expanding to the East Coast at some point. So, uh, yeah, make sure to reach out to him. So uh, our guest, without further ado, is Alisa Pospikova. Had to practice a few times to get to pronounce her last name correctly. She's the founder and CEO of Kind Root Adapt, Adapt the Gems with an M, Adapt the Gems. A little bit about her company. So they are adaptogenic herbs which meet aromatherapy in a delicious little lozenge. It was formulated by a master herbalist and blended by a candy hall of fame scientist. Kind Root Adapt the Gems is the new breakthrough supplement disrupting the category. Elisa, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? So good Do to be here. Doing really good, really good. So, uh, by the way, what city are you from? Uh, so, actually, I was uh, living in Manhattan Beach uh, for about 10 years. I just moved to uh, Seal Beach a little bit down south, but I used to be right next door to where you are right now. Right on. I don't know. You, I, that's the first time that I actually, like, asked that kind of question to someone, like, yeah. in the beginning. Because it says Los Angeles there. But something mm -hmm. told me, I'm like, She's like a South Bay person. And for those that are not from the South Bay, <laughs> you'll never know what it means. But South Bay is south of LAX and mm -hmm. north of Long Beach. Like that, that like chunk of land where there's Palos Verdes, Redondo Beach, Hermosa Beach, Manhattan Beach. Anyone from that area, we all know each other. There's an energy and there's a vibe. And it's impossible to explain. So I won't. So, yeah. So really cool. So uh, Seal Beach, awesome stuff. Uh, so we're both native Californians or, you know, are, were you born in California or no? No. So I actually, speaking of my last name, I'm actually Eastern European. So I was born in Latvia. I moved to the U.S. when I was in high school, um, moved around the U.S., went back to Europe and then came to California in my early 20s. And I just felt I felt at home. It was like I landed and that was the place I was going to be. So from that point on, um, pretty much. Moved around LA, but just kind of stayed stayed here. Awesome. You don't have an accent like hardly at all. So, or there's no accent. So it's really amazing. Like most people, when they're born in Russia or Latvia and they come here, mm -hmm. there's an accent. What? Did, when did your accent fade out, or does it come back? Or I don't know. It comes back. So if I'm tired, like if I'm tired or I've had a few <laughs> a few drinks, it tends to it tends to come out. And then Russian there's always a few words right that are like, yeah. yeah, it's like, there's just some weird stuff. But the good thing is like, because I grew up in Michigan, people around here just think it's like a Midwestern accent. Um, and I'm like, no, it really isn't. That's not how people in Michigan talk. Like it's, it's Russian, you know? Um, but yeah, I think day to day, I kind of been able to assimilate, but um, it definitely, it definitely tricks on me and uh, comes out once in a while. Right on. Yeah. Big difference between a Michigan accent and a Russian accent. <laughs> Huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really cool. Yeah. 
All right. Well, let's get into uh, your story and, um, mm-hmm. you know, and the product. Um, I think, you know, I just like to kind of uncover what are some interesting topics that because we get a, a several thousand views per episode now on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing to do with me. It's all because of our guests. It's all because of Mark and the guests. I'm just here sitting here asking questions. So I have very little to do with this. Um, I'm just surrounded by great people. But tell us more like this product. Um, it's a lozenge. Mm-hmm. It has adaptogens with the M. You mm-hmm. can tell us a story why it has the M in there. But it does have mm-hmm. adaptogens in it. Like, I just want to hear more about yeah. this product. It's interesting. It's different. Never really seen anything like this. So tell us mm-hmm. more about it. Yeah, I know, definitely. So, I mean, it really is a, you know, passion product of mine and something I created kind of for myself. So I um, have asthma and so whenever, and had it since I was a kid. And so whenever I get sick, I just get these coughs that last forever. So I naturally just always consumed a lot of lozenges. Um, And I think it was about two years ago, I was standing in line, like I was at Walgreens, I was about to buy another lozenge. And it was one of those moments that kind of like hits you. I was like, I've been buying the same Ricola Revix for the past 20 years. Um, there's been no innovation in the category, like maybe something with honey, but the brands are not appealing to me. Um, you know, they have menthol in it that actually irritates your throat in the long run. And so I started thinking about this idea of actually creating a better lozenge, you know, something that was like organic, that had better ingredients and something that I felt like I would emotionally want to buy. And as I was doing that, I actually was also working with a naturopath kind of on immune system. And I was traveling with my herbs um, and I put them in like a Ziploc bag and TSA stopped me at LAX um, because they were like, what is this weird like powder in the Ziploc bag that you're kind of carrying? And so once I explained to them what it was and they actually confiscated it, um, I was at the Delta terminal going up the escalator and that's what I kind of connected. And I thought, it would actually be really cool to put some of those beneficial ingredients into a lozenge and start thinking of it as a delivery mechanism rather than just something that serves one purpose. Um, And that is really how this whole journey to entrepreneurship um, really came together. Interesting, interesting. And Mm -hmm. uh, getting stopped at at LAX, that should be on the back of the package. It's like... (laughs) It's like my first time and like traveling with it. We got stopped at LAX, but don't worry, you won't, you know, we made sure. You won't. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. No, it's and, true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, so distribution again, um, you know, mm-hmm. we're on the West coast. I'm sure you're starting to build yeah. out distribution here. Mm-hmm. Uh, where like in a natural store, I guess this is in like the supplement aisle, like for sprouts or whole foods or like where, where typically does this go in a more natural supermarket? It does. It goes into like the beauty and wellness section. Um, And then it just sort of depends on, um, you know, how it is merchandised. Um, Generally, that section is divided by like function. So we have five different blends, right? Like we have one for immunity, one for sleep, one for mood, one for focus. And then we have a beauty one with collagen. Um, And so if we're lucky, of course, they'll give us a nice, beautiful brand block with all the colors kind of together. and uh, if not, if the store is truly kind of like divided out, then, you know, you'll find each one of our SKUs when you're looking for that particular function. Uh, we are also testing out actually being merchandising the candy aisle as well, uh, which interesting because I didn't actually think about that when I was developing a product. I really 
thought I was like, okay, it's a supplement. Like we have to be serious. It needs to go in the supplement aisle. And then we had one of the air one stores actually put us in the candy section. Um, and I saw like velocities increase. And so I'm now actually testing, like, where does the product, you know, belong? And that's an interesting thing, right? As a business owner, like you go into these things with sort of preconceived notions of what you think the product is, but maybe the consumer will actually be responding to differently. So um, I think, uh, you know, in another three to six months, I think I'll be able to tell if we should be in both places or one of them, because again, I think to your point, like the product is very different and unique. And so I am constantly being asked like, well, where should you put it? Um, and I think I know, but I'm, I'm also interested in seeing what the consumers tell us. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really interesting because um, at the end of the day, consumers want to have something that tastes really good, you know, that's enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And when it's mm -hmm. in the candy aisle, um, it has that appearance, right? Just from being in that section, you got someone who's like, I want something that tastes really good, but also that's really mm -hmm. good for me. So like when right. I go to, when I go to Sprouts, you know, I buy like the Hue bar or I buy, you know, I mentioned mm -hmm. them four episodes in a row, like midday squares, <laughs> you know? So, you know, yeah. I, I buy, um, products that are functional, but also that I know are going to taste really good. Mm -hmm. And supplement mm -hmm. is kind of one of those things where you just assume it's not going to be, it's not going to taste amazing, but obviously there's going to be amazing benefits. So just my, mm -hmm. my personal view and, you know, entrepreneurs that are watching, right. We get, you know, th several thousand views here is like, mm -hmm. you want it to be positioned in a place from, that makes it look like delicious and attractive to mm -hmm. actually purchase. And there's also more traffic in those, in those like aisles, yep. in my opinion, like the snack aisles, There is people, uh, all day will say, you know, an apple day keeps the doctor away, but they're literally eating chips. They're eating chocolate bars. <laughs> they're eating what make, you know, at home when they're, no one's watching, they're having food that tastes really good, you know, and they're snacking, mm -hmm. right? It's snackable. That's what people are going towards. So, um, cool. So distribution, where are you right mm -hmm. now? So we are um, in some health and wellness stores in um, around LA area. So Air One is our, um, we love obviously working with them was our, they were our first account. Um, we're on Thrive Market, Amazon. We're on our own um, site, um, Lolly and Pops. We're in about a hundred and uh, actually 66 stores with them um, and uh, just other kind of natural um, chains throughout the country as well. Cool. I think this is a really big D2C play. You know, it's, it's a, it's a light product. Mm -hmm. It's shelf stable. Um, you know, have you thought about again, like, <clears throat> you know, digital marketing is becoming so important mm -hmm. to express mm -hmm. what, what is the benefits of this, making it fun, easy to understand. Yeah. Are you forming like a digital marketing strategy so people can better understand like what the product is, what it's about, what the benefits are. Tell us more about your, your strategy there. No, definitely. So I think, um, you know, from the, when I was developing a product, like I wanted to be cautious that I did develop it in a sense with a kind of an omni-channel standpoint, right? So like I went in all the stores and I measured the shelves and I made sure that the colors worked with like neon lights and all of the things that I think a lot of times when products are specifically developed for D2C people don't think about. Um, but to your point, I think D2C also makes so much sense because there's a lot more of a educational component to us. For one, I think, you know, when you live in LA, like everybody knows what adaptogens are. If you kind of go outside of our bubble, we have to kind of explain to people like, what are herbs? Why do you want to take them? And then also 
why isn't it a lozenge? And also it's not going to taste bad and it's actually going to taste amazing. So there's all of these different points that you just kind of can't put in a package. Um, so for us, I mean, digital marketing has been great. We do a lot with social media um, and really focus on engaging content, founder stories. Um, you know, we're expanding our footprint from, um, you know, really getting like behind Pinterest and these places where we really can be like visual um, and where we can do a lot of things around like explanation and uh, really kind of deep diving and providing people content. So I actually am not even thinking about as much of talking in terms of like product. We're now talking to people more about stress and what is your sleep routine and like really providing them tips and tricks for their daily life. And then, hey, you know, if along the way you also want to try something that soothes you or melatonin to kind of help you fall asleep faster, that's great too. But I really want Kind Root to be like a stress management company beyond just the product. And that's how I really approach all of our, all of our digital communication. Love it. I think we, what we should do is put on a sale on your website for those that tune in to this episode because you have the D2C strategy. So mm-hmm. what percentage off would you like to give? Like you do 10%, 15%. I mean, look, let's do, let's do 20%. I'm 20%. just going to be, I'm just going to be generous. We'll do, and should we do genius? We'll do genius 20. Yeah. Let's do genius. Well, yeah. Genius 20 could work. Or what do you 15. want? Okay. I, okay. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, let's do, let's do, um, genius 20 could work. We might refigure it, but I think genius okay. 20 is good. Cause it's okay. from the show. I was trying to think of something. Mm-hmm more on brand with yours, but I will, if you want to mention our brand, I'm not going to turn that down. So Genius 20, go on the website. This is going to air sometime in July, right? Or we're in July. It's going to be later July. And uh, yeah. go, on, go on the website, Genius 20, <laughs> 20% off. I'll have it in the comments. It'll be available maybe for like a 48-hour flash sale after this airs. So uh, anyway, Perfect. details will be all in the comments. Make sure to go buy it. Good stuff. So, uh, yeah, so I guess uh, we're running short on time. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, do you have anything, any other things in the pipeline? Because uh, adaptogens, again, a lot of people just, you know, where are adaptogens going, functionality? Mm-hmm. Are you going to have any other deliverable format for this product, or is it going to stay as a lozenge? Do you want to go into powders? Do you want to do other elements? Or what's your, like, what's your plan for future innovation? Uh, no, really good. So we're actually about to launch some two-packs. Um, so like providing sort of a lower price point entry price right. point for instead people of a whole as well. Bag so they can, you know, lozenges. Yeah. instead of a whole bag. And then it also allows us to go to like checkouts and sampling and things like that. Exactly. So that's sort of the immediate. Um, I mean, I think the pipeline for the company is always going to be probably more confectionery. Um, and I always want to do a delivery that people sort of haven't done before. So powders are great. Capsules are great. They're really potent, but in my opinion, they're kind of easy to make, you know, you're just sort of blending them. And I think the barrier to entry is pretty low. And from the creativity standpoint, I think it's not quite as exciting for me. Um, So the few things that I'm thinking of are kind of like really, how can we make it like super sensory, super different? And how can kind of root always be the brand that brings you interesting actives, but maybe in a format that you haven't thought of before. Got it. Love that. And I, I'd love, you know, you're definitely a visionary on, you know, there's a psychology, you know, the colors, what looks good under the right, you know, this 
mm -hmm. the bright like halogen lighting. You've definitely done mm -hmm. your research as an entrepreneur. And I think as you continue to scale this um, and show proof of, track, proof of concept and traction, I don't see you having um, that hard of a time in raising money. It's just now it's about getting sales, proving it out. Right. And then uh, I think uh, investors are going to start writing you checks. That's my intuition from meeting you and hearing about the story and the mission and the benefits of the products. So I think uh, you have a, a golden road ahead of you. So keep at it. Keep, <laughs> keep pushing hard. And uh, let's launch this U.S. and then go to Russia and make, you know, in Latvia, <laughs> uh, those two markets. Right. So. All right. Well, let's get into our next segment, which is called Rapid Fire Questions. Rapid Fire Questions. All right. So what's really funny is that whenever we do back to back tapings, usually um, when the next guest hops on, they see the last part of the previous episode. <laughs> so a lot of times people know the questions already. Um, so do your best to pretend like you haven't heard these ever before. So, okay. All right, all right here we go. So first question, NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? Can I actually say boys to men? Boys to men. There you go. First time someone answered something outside of NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and their song, One Sweet Day, Mariah Carey, incredible. End oh, of the road. So end of the road. So good. End of the road. You can, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat. They're quintessentially the 90s, like that band. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's two guys, three guys? Three guys, right? Uh, I two? think there's four. Four. There's, there's four. four, and now I think there's three, and... But I am a super, like, I love retro nostalgia. I mean, kind of Roots packaging is very, like, retro-inspired. So yeah. anything from 70s to 90s is, like, 100% my jam. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you nailed that on the packaging, for sure. You get that feeling. Movie you can watch an unlimited amount of times. Um, Clueless. Clueless, Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> yep. Is that the one where it's like, is that the Matthew McConaughey? Like, uh, all right, all right, all right. Or is that, no, that's another one, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's another one. It's a, like when she's like the Beverly Hills. And I first saw that movie when I was still living in like, you know, former like USSR. Mm -hmm. And so to me, like, that's what I thought US was like. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought like everybody went to like Beverly Hills High and, drove convertibles and like jeeps and and then i moved to michigan like wait there's like no palm trees trees here how was it was uh it was definitely a letdown but it's it's again like it just feels so like that time to me yeah it's that era but um mm -hmm. that really uh we got to tell uh these these movies are, are damaging what us actually is that's that's <laughs> uh my friend from tennessee actually uh who when he first moved here he went to the venice boardwalk for those that mm -hmm. have not been to the Venice, California boardwalk, you got people smoking up, you got homeless people, you have people dancing, you have the the Venice bodybuilders. He's on the boardwalk, all these different personalities. And my friend's like, is this what LA is like everywhere? Like, <laughs> just like, a, it's like a weird first impression. So that's mm -hmm. like, that's clueless. So, right. uh, so it's like Legally Blonde. It's kind of a similar thing. So uh, first thing you do when you wake up, um, I check my phone. It's, it's the worst, it's the worst habit, but I, I just, I can't, I can't help it. I'm addicted. I know it. And I, I don't know how to not do it. <laughs> uh, there's really no way to undo it. It's, uh, <laughs> unfortunately ingrained. Um, I do it too. 
So, uh, song, uh, let's see, buh, buh, buh. favorite sport to watch? Uh, pickleball. Got I it. just got into it and I'm obsessed. So, it's, yeah. Song you can listen to. I skipped this one. Song you can listen to an unlimited amount of times. Um, I Will Always Love You. Whitney Houston, another from that era, right? <laughs> from the era, 80s, 90s. Zoom. Uh, I like I want to dance with somebody. That's my favorite Whitney. That's Houston a great song. one. Zoom, Microsoft Teams, or Google Meet. Zoom, Zoom all the way. What is your spirit animal? Um, probably a unicorn because they're colorful and I I love color. There you go, and that's what your brand can be—a unicorn, right? Yeah. <laughs> Window seat or an aisle seat on an airplane? Aisle. Peanut butter or almond butter or neither? Almond butter. Omnivore, flexitarian, vegetarian, or vegan? Right now, an omnivore. Omnivore. Cool. Cold weather or hot weather? Hot weather for sure. I mean, that's what that's why we're in California, right? Exactly. Yeah, the the Siberia is a uh, total opposite. So. Yeah. Yeah. So LeBron James or MJ? Um, I'm actually not a basketball fan, but I would probably say LeBron James. Awesome. Ginger or turmeric? Ginger. And favorite food or drink if you're stuck on a deserted island, you cannot say genius juice and you cannot say, I mean, I guess kind root is it's kind of a drink. Fruit, it's a kind of a food, but uh, kind you cannot say food. either. Can't, can't, can't say either of those. So what would be your favorite food or drink on a desert island? I, I would actually go really simple. I would do like a warm baguette with just some salted butter on it. Um, with all the gluten and like all the stuff that, you know, like you're not, you're, you're trying not to have, but that would be my guilty, guilty pleasure. Hey, there's no one, there's no one around to, to judge you on a desert island. So <laughs> whatever you want. All Fair good. enough. Yep. Fair so, enough. yep. So that is rapid fire questions <laughs> with Elisa. Kind Root Adapted Gems. Make sure to check them out. Buy it online, Genius 20, 20% off, 48-hour flash sale from when this actually airs sometime in July. Um, uh, the date will be the date that you're watching this is when it launches. So, uh, yeah, so thank you for uh, for joining us. Good to meet someone, uh, another fellow person in L.A., and uh, congrats on, our, on your success so far, Lisa. Can't wait to see what you'll do with the brand and how much it will grow. I know it's going to be a good one, so keep at it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Got it. All right. So that is episode 79, right? I'm losing count, which is a good sign. We have a lot of episodes. 79, and that's with Elisa uh, Pospakova, and uh, she's with Kind Root Adaptogems. Uh, make sure to, to tune in on Apple Podcast, also on Spotify. You can also see us on LinkedIn. We post the episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, all good stuff. So, uh, yeah. Another big plug, Mark Nicholas, Mark N at ManhattanBeatStudios.net for all your editing desires. He is awesome. You can have your own podcast, video, audio. Has a full studio here. We got to set up a camera, Mark, so we you can people can see just the Herculean effort that you have done to put the studio together. It's like it's like not seeing the Sistine Chapel. You know, you got to see it. You got to see this. So anyway. Uh, that's episode 79 in the books. And one last thing. Stay genius, my friends. Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you.